to Inner Source Alchemy. I am Capri, the host. Today it's just me, myself, and I talking to you about unlearning time. And I'm just going to go ahead and start talking about it because I would like to keep this episode short and sweet. And this concept, unlearning time, has been in my life for a long time. So unlearning, I would say, if you haven't heard unlearning yet as like a word, um, it's a really great word, probably not in the dictionary. Uh, But if you have heard it, you've probably heard it multiple times because it's a little bit of a buzzword. I think there's a lot of um, focus on unlearning in our conscious sort of society right now um, because people are realizing and not just everyday people, professionals, you know, I mean, professionals are everyday people, but I mean... People that study this, perhaps, like, you know, psychologically, study that, you know, we're conditioned to believe and be certain ways, and that conditioning comes from plenty of sources, and it's not always in our best interest, so a lot of sometimes issues in our life or patterns or diseases or stresses and illnesses and just you know, ways that we maybe aren't the best ways of living um, are created because of certain conditioning that we have. And that's the conditioning is conditioning, like what, uh, what you've been made, what, what you believed based on whatever forces molded that into you. Um, we all have our own personal conditioning from like our families, our parents, our you know, social structure, our close-knit communities and social structures. Um, but then, of course, we have, like, societal ones, too. So that's a big, important topic as well, such as racism and these overarching themes, uh, capitalism and the patriarchal mindset. And there's a lot of unlearning that's happening and a lot of intentional unlearning that is very rightfully so, a buzz, a buzz right now. Um, The time piece is obviously time. Unlearning time is what I'm talking about today. Um, Time is obviously something that is not necessarily personal. It's a very common, overarching, probably one of the biggest overarching conditioning that we have in this Western society is time the way we perceive it. And the way we perceive time is so ingrained in us and our bodies perceive it. I mean, it's it's different for each individual. So it's like, if you're interested in 
the work of unlearning time. You know, it it takes every like every unlearning aspect. It's it takes the individual to want to kind of break down all of the pieces and put it back together in a way that is more suitable for their life going forward. So for me, time, I think, has been a little bit of a problem. And I would say the first time that, the first time that time started to feel not good to me was probably high school. That's when I started really, like, noticing it. Or maybe not even high school, maybe just, like, junior high or Whenever it was that I was wanting to sleep more in the morning and I had to get up every day at a certain time. And that never jived with me. I was never someone that liked doing that. And I always wanted to sleep in later and I just always felt pushed and not ready. And just all of a sudden I was thrown into a day and... And that's really what our society, that's normal. That's very normal. And that's what people do time and time again. Time and time again. Um, And adults build their life off of that model of, you know, wake up, rise and grind. Um, And I think, you know, grind is also a word that people say a lot. And some people use, like, grind like as, as a positive thing. And some people use it as a negative thing. And I'm not saying, like... I use it as a negative thing often, like grind. I just don't, I, I don't, I don't grind. It's not what I do. Um, I'm not saying I don't work hard. I work hard, hard work is good. But for me, when I started to, you know, when I got past the, some of the structures, like for instance, in college, like, you know, this is relatable too. You, we kind of like, especially college, it's a little more loose. Like the schedule becomes looser and you kind of can create your day and your schedule. And I take full advantage of that. And I just think, you know, what's going to be best for me? And um, for me, that looked like starting my classes at like 10.30 and 10.15 instead of like 7 o'clock when I could avoid it. And just spacing out my days differently. And I, I think, and I've had jobs in which I've had to get up early and do that whole thing but and and I see how you know in a lot of ways that's unavoidable for many people so I try to when I when I talk about these when I want to talk about these things like unlearning time it's such a broad sweeping statement it's I get kind of hung up sometimes when I'm trying to make something relatable to everyone because I try I kind of like hear voices in my head that are like well, what about this situation? Um, this isn't about like me saying, drop everything, time isn't real, don't make it to work on time. You know, it's, it's just, it's a conversation because this conditioning of time is creating a lot of problems. And I can't be the only one that noticed problems and in my situation, I feel like I nipped it in the bud. Um, is it butt or bud? I feel like it's bud. Um, and, you know, it's the linear time I'm talking about. It's the time of, like, noon, you know, 12-hour days, um, 
Of course, it's based off of the cyclical time. The calendar is all based off of cyclical time. Like our time, linear time is based off of cyclical time. But somehow, somewhere along the way, and this is probably related to consumerism, it's probably related to the fact that money drives everything and consumerism drives that. I don't know which came first. And um, we feel like we are conditioned to have X done in a certain amount of time. And let's just look at a day. Like, you know, for a while I stressed about how much I got done in a day. I mean, motherhood has really opened that, has been a softening to that. But like, you know, it would feel a little incomplete if my to-do list wasn't done. But it's like, whoever said that the amount of time we have in a day is enough to do a to-do list. I mean, of course it takes someone to be aware of like their energy and, you know, what can I honestly do today? And I just think it's an epidemic. People are just shooting for more, 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 more. You know, I want to do more today. I want to have this done by this day. I want to have this done by this month. I want to... um. And it's dizzying and it's sickening, honestly. And I can see it in other people and it's just, it makes me feel bad because it's so tight. It's tightly wound and and that's what a clock is, a tightly wound clock. And all the people are tightly wound people. And not all, you know, I say all because I'm kind of talking about the bigger picture and I would say the majority. And my role my interest in, is in this is about healing. I'm always interested in the healing that needs to take to take place. And there needs to be healing with our relationship to time. And I'm also not about giving people like basic ass information, even if this is new to you. I'm not really like a this is a, a here's a list of 10 things that'll help you unlearn time. Um I just know that there's deeper layers of time that can be penetrated um, season after season and year after year through the conscious awareness of nature and cyclical processes, um, the planets, the moon, of course, the the sun, the I mean, all the planets, are ours included, and that's all nature. And of course, what what does is displayed around us, you know, living on our planet. And the human body works with nature; it doesn't work with the clock. Um, and we don't. We are not every day. We don't wake up at seven in the morning. Even though the clock looks the same every day, we are different every day. But we are just so conditioned to believe every day when we look at the same time that that's the time and we should be doing X by this time of day. And I just think that's like a general thing. It's not really how I live my life at all. In fact, I mean, 
I'm super loosey-goosey. Like, every... I mean, I'm a stay-at-home mom right now, so there's that. But this this has helped me to unlearn time. And it's helped me to get closer to natural rhythms in myself and in nature, which is something I studied for many years and I lived by. But I've been able to put more and more of it in practice with the space and time to do that. But that doesn't mean necessarily that someone that has a busy schedule can't do the same thing. Because I think that once we release, I mean, time has a grip on us because of the conditioning, but we need to release our grip on time too, because it's a mutual codependence. And I think that for a lot of people, that's the first step. If I'm going to talk about steps, which I said I wasn't going to do. It's, it's very masculine too. And um, that's part of it is that this feminine rising that's happening right now, this coming back into the old ways, which were more rooted in the sacred feminine and the feminine aspects of everything. And that's not women, it's feminine. It's men, women, both have feminine and masculine. Like, we're beyond that, right? It's just um, the masculine qualities have been under control for so long. And this time system is, is part of that. This technological revolution is all part of that. And we're moving into a more feminine era and that's validated on a lot of different fronts and ancient kind of um, prophecies as well as like what people are experiencing across the board and uh, what a lot of people are feeling arise up in themselves to share about because it's it's urgent really because the balance on our planet has been affected because of the human's imbalance of masculinity versus femininity and I think that time is part of that and like I said it all ties into the capitalism and money and production and you know sometimes I want there to be like a big blackout or something I don't really sit at home thinking about how I want there to be a big blackout. But, like, imagine what would happen if everything just stopped. You know, all of the ticking times, your your cell phones, your, you know, and you just had to not have that for a bit. Like, it would be stressful at first, and, of course, the powers that be would be totally tweaking out. And, of course, it would affect a lot of people's livelihoods and hopefully, you know, and food and shelter and all that, but... Just the energy of how that would change everything. I'm definitely on learning time. I've been on learning time, but I'm continuing to do so. And all I can say is that the more you unlearn it and kind of relearn it in a different, more cyclical, more feminine way, uh, a way that it doesn't mean that things don't get done. It doesn't mean that goals are not met. It doesn't mean that dreams are not realized. It just means that there's another way to go about it. 
in a way that is more easeful and peaceful and look at the long term too I mean I think too like our generation and like my generation and um the younger generations especially like have a lot of short term short-sightedness and like you know, if you think about it, everyone's on their phones and that creates short-sightedness. You, your, 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 your literal vision isn't even going to horizons as much. It's constantly looking at screens, you know, the majority of the time, not like trees and s- landscapes. And um, that creates short-sightedness just energetically. Just It's the connection between everything affects something. You know, if someone's spending a bunch of time looking at landscapes, they're going to have a bigger perspective. They're going to start thinking more long-term. It's just going to naturally open their mind up in that way. So there's just a lot of short-term thinking, which I think creates more impulsivity. And it also keeps people stuck in this time thing. Because really, we have to like open up open up the time frames like you know there is an urgency as far as like the earth and everything there's an urgency but there's also the 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 urgency i have to sneeze one moment excuse me the urgency there is an urgency as i was saying but i think that the urgency that people are feeling is being misplaced and they're feeling an urgency to impulse buy or an urgency to do this they're not feeling an urgency to to do something more useful to the long-term nature of our planet and our society as a whole and our well-being. And I really fucking blame time. But it's up to us as individuals to recognize where we have been so deeply conditioned that every single day we harm ourselves sometimes in some way because of this conditioning of time. So my challenge for you as a listener is to find where in your day, if it's once a day or maybe you feel it 15 times a day, just start recognizing where you're harming yourself because of this conditioning. And you can define what harm is. And I really am curious to hear back from this on people, with people. That would be fabulous. So um, I'm getting back into the podcast game here. And if you uh, if you want to reply to this and get in on a conversation with me with this, I would love it. You can comment on my Instagram. You can email me, capri at innersourcealchemy.com. You can comment on this podcast. Give it some ratings. Let's get it going again. Um, Yeah, I just uh, appreciate you being here and listening and unlearning time. That's about it.